with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, so I'm dog-sitting this weekend. We've got uh, our, uh, I guess it's my nephew nephew's dog. So what that would be? Our cousin nephew, dog? Our cousin dog is coming yes. over for the weekend, so that'll be lots of fun. Matt, what are you doing? Uh, I'm getting ready for an evening with friends on yeah. Saturday. Oh, that's right, the party we weren't invited to. Mm. You, you guys wouldn't come anyway. <laughs> and Chris would just rag on me for putting my kid to bed. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. And Jack, you're going to a wedding in uh, Vancouver. In Vancouver, yeah. yeah. Bobby and I are catching a flight and going on a little weekend trip to go see my cousins. So much easier to pack when you're not taking your kid with you, huh? I could not believe it. Last night I was like, oh yeah, I should start packing. And it is awesome. All of my baggage overages, I'm blaming on Kennedy for sure. Hang on a second, because I remember you before Kennedy, and <laughs> your bag was pretty heavy. And, and one time she pulled out that Ziploc full of yeah. 50 mil fluids. Yeah. <laughs> it was all under 100 mils. Yeah, right. It was. Why did they make you leave it then at the garbage? Because you can only have a total of one liter. Oh, and I had okay. like five liters. <laughs> okay. How, that's a lot of moisturizer. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> you could have made a bomb with that stuff. Yeah, like, I could have, yeah. You know, I, I seriously understand anyway. So, but this trip is going to be so easy. All right. Your first time away from Kennedy for how yeah. long? Yeah, for an extended. This is our first time like out of town flying yeah. by. Please be good. Yeah. I, how wrecked are you guys going to get? Well, you can't. Well, you're actually, pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty tame trip. Yeah. I I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be, um, yeah, interesting without your daughter to keep your uh, husband in line. So we'll see. I can't wait to hear the stories. Yeah, there'll be some on Monday. Yeah, watch the Vancouver news. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Increasing cloud today with a high of just four degrees for your weekend. Highs around five and a chance of flurries tomorrow. The CFL has announced who will be performing at this year's halftime show. None other than Keith Urban will be hitting the stage for the 107th Grey Cup in Calgary on November 24th. And speaking of football for the Super Bowl halftime show, it was announced that J-Lo and Shakira will be performing. That will be February 2nd. As soon as I heard the Keith Urban announcement, I, it's like, I don't know if it's, it's not FOMO, but I'm like, oh. Oh, we had the Grey Cup last year. Why couldn't he have been here? But then I thought that little Alexia Cara was pretty good, she too. Was good. She, she was awesome as well. But yeah, Keith Urban, people are really stoked about uh, Keith. It's a three-hour drive. Yep. Want to do it? Mm. Let's go. Eskimos will be in the game somehow. True. Somehow, some way. The Oilers beat Winnipeg 5-3, and they have one final preseason game in Calgary tomorrow night. The Eskimos will be in Ottawa tomorrow afternoon. The Edmonton International Film Festival kicked off last night and will run until October 5th. And you may have noticed a yellow bag on your doorstep this week. It is part of a citywide food drive. You're encouraged to fill those yellow bags with non-perishable food items for our food bank. Have them out on your doorstep by 10 a.m. this Saturday. I know we got mine, but I'm not going to be here, so I filled it up and... There's instructions for our house sitter to put this out. Nice. Yeah. All right. I got mine. Yeah. I'll put some stuff in it. Good. Promise. Good. Right. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know this morning. Too early for a question. Question. Uh, medium easy this morning. Again, $100 up <laughs> for grabs just because from Pandora. Coming up in a few minutes. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Too early for a question question this morning. Uh, the most uh, often reoccurring dreams include it. Number one, falling. Number two, being chased. What is the third most common reoccurring dream, Susan? Hi, is it being naked? <laughs> Whoa. That's not a nightmare. That's a... Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's not being naked. Oh, Feel- 
feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Don't ever believe everything on... No, certainly. There's a lot of naked on the internet. I know yeah, that. that's well, true. I, I've heard. Is I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, Tammy, what do you think the uh, number three uh, most occurring dream is? Um, being back in school. Bam. There it is. You got it. Congratulations. Awesome. Do you have this dream? I have had it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All the way, um, I dream about being in kindergarten. Oh, really? Oh, wow, really? Sharing yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, just like being left by my mom and being like, Ooh, Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There's, there's some trauma there. You're still dealing with it. You're coping with it now, right? <laughs> yeah. Pammy, you have just won $100 from Pandora just because. That's awesome. Yeah. Great Make job. sure you get the kindergartner charm. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurs. Hi. Hi. Okay, so those reoccurring dreams, uh, where we found out that falling is number one and uh, something else Being chased number is two. number two. And, and yeah, and, and, and going to back to school as an adult is number three. Yeah, I don't typically have those, although sometimes you find yourself when you just jump like something, you've either tripped in your dream or whatever. And you're yes. Like, oh, man. And, you know, it happens. Quite often it happens like early on in your dream or in your sleep cycle, I notice. Like, you're not quite asleep, then you... <laughs> you got it. Exactly. So, Jack, you said most of your dreams are work-related? Shocking. I know. Yeah. But, yeah, work nightmares. Even when I used to serve, I'd have work nightmares, a lot of those. Yeah. And now being in media and just doing what I do, my reoccurring dream is always I come in and I have forgotten my news and you guys are just staring at me being like, come on, Jack, do your job. Do your job, Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we fire you on the spot or do we wait a day? I don't know. I wake up crying. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen Jack cry twice. Yeah. And they're both work-related. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Uh, it's, it, the theme of the dream always changes, hmm. but it's always I want to do something cool, but then like I can't get find my skates or it takes forever to t- find my skates or I don't know where my baseball bat is. Okay. Or I can't get in the car. The car started. I just can't get going. Whatever it is. Right? Are you sure that's a dream or is that real life? No, Ooh. I think it carries through. Yeah. You are awake. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if they're all. They're not always work related, but the one that I certainly comes comes around quite often is, is John the, Denver in your dreams. No, no, but it's a dream about uh, about work, and it's a dream about dead air. Like dead air is when. Oh. Well, let's give an example. That's dead air. Christmas nightmare. And I, I <laughs> you just something happens, and I cannot like. That's a work nightmare for air, sure. Dead air dreams. That's your job. Don't yeah. do dead air. Yeah. <laughs> so, Does it talk about my commitment to the show when I'm the one not having the work. <laughs> 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 You've never ever had a dream about this job. Once or twice. Yeah. I I just come in. All right. Well, that's good. I guess we understand now. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense. All right. And we're sitting there worrying. Just don't worry. What have I told you guys? Uh, nobody ever cares about your dreams. Like when you you it's say, so "Oh, true. you wake up and you try to tell Guess your family what? about the stupidest dream you've had," and they're they just like, her. "Doesn't matter," because it just doesn't make any sense to them. You know who wants to hear about your dreams? Yeah, my mother-in-law. Oh, really? She oh. literally will get her dream book out. Oh, like, mm, this means you're a crazy person. Like, the, what's the dream with that? Uh, and I've never had it, but the one that your teeth are falling out. And, yes, and that means. And we something. just got a text. I dream my teeth are falling out. Yes. Okay. So uh, yeah, it means something. I don't know what it means, but I've had means- a dream where my like teeth are loose, but yeah. <laughs> never falling out. <laughs> loose teeth? Yeah. I've never had a dream about my teeth. Yeah. It apparently means a fear of aging, becoming less efficient or productive at work, and lacking assertiveness. Hmm. How Chris it's has not also... had this dream. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, read on, because it's going to surprise you even more. It represents <laughs> sexual repression. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is repression a good thing? <laughs> no. I'm surprised your teeth just aren't falling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 780-421-1039. Dreams. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never had the school one, but you guys go back to school in your yep. dreams. Definitely so. go back to school. Those are stressful to me. Yeah. Because I, like, I, it's always middle of the year, yeah. and I don't know what my marks are. I don't know what I have to do, and I know I have to graduate, and I'm like, I'm just so lost. Again, See, uh, and I have the same dream, but I'm only concerned about friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not marks, but no, friends. friends. All right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking dreams because of, uh, well, a too early for a question question. Yes, and lots of texts coming in. I have bad anxiety in my dream. There's six of us standing in a two-person dorm. It's nightmare central. Oh, scary children. Very scary. Peeing I've had in a nightmare yeah. in a very long time. No? No. You just were talking about your night terror this week. Yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I'm so close to being awake then. It's like weird. It's hard oh, to describe. Okay. All right, got it. Hey, what about you? funny that you're actually talking about dreams because like i never really remember dreams but this morning i did <laughs> so i even woke up and told my wife about it already when we were eating breakfast and uh, i said you know what dream i had last night she's like what's that and i go I dreamt your cousin kim was over for a holiday mm. and she left her purse in our pickup truck and some kids came broke into the truck took her cash out of her wallet and her getaway vehicle was a front-end loader interesting and when you're dreaming about it, it totally makes sense. Yeah, well, you never question like, it. Donald Duck, come back with a USB stick of mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You talking to me? I beg your pardon. Who else are you talking? You talking to me? I'm gonna bite you. What did you just say, you little confrontation corner? All right, my son came home the other day, and he said, "Dad." I just about got in a fight. And I said, you got my attention. Finally, you can talk to me again, son. Yeah. yeah. And it's unlike him. He's it's not a fighty very person. Very unlike him. Yeah, he's like his dad that way. Never been in a fight in his life. I think the only person he's ever punched is his dad. Okay. When he was young, we used to box. Because he didn't have a brother to box with. <laughs> <laughs> Need to learn him. You gotta learn the boy how to box. Anyway, he says he's at Costco to get the cheap gas the other day. And he's in a big long lineup because gas is at eighty-five cents or something. It's a buck three everywhere else. Not so, worth the lineup. So you go on, but that's okay. You've seen the long lineups, and you know how it goes. You're slowly but surely creeping your way to the right. the pump. And he says, "So I, I'm the third person. There's two at the pumps." And he says, "So the role only has two pumps." Yeah. So yes. there's, there's two. Yeah. There's two pumps. He's the third person waiting for a free pump. Okay. And he says, "The person at the first pump, the, the furthest one from him." Pulls away. He sees the second person is in their vehicle, so he assumes, well, they must have... Time they, to pull ahead. They, 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 yeah. mu- or they must have already filled up or whatever. So he says, I wait about five minutes because I'm not going to go ahead of this person if they're just going to leave. Five minutes? A- and then all of a sudden, this person gets out of their vehicle and starts to fill up. He's like, that was weird because they were in their vehicle when the other person left. All they need to do is drive up ahead to the next pump, so then I could have drove to my pump, but it would have all been good. But they didn't. Jerk move. Yeah. So he says... What am I going to do? I pull around the person and I get in front of them in the first pump. And he says, so of course, they naturally beat me filling up. It's this guy in a pickup truck. And he says, then he starts to give me a stare down like, you're blocking my way, buddy. Yeah, you're holding me up. You're holding me up. There's no room for this guy to pull out? Well, there was, but he but he he made it very obvious he was upset that he wanted to be the one person in a two-person pump. Exactly. 
Exactly. Brutal. So he says, I'm looking at him and he's looking at me and he says, I don't know. Like, he looks like he's quite angry. Like, he's going to come and maybe, uh, you know, throw talk, down here. Talk to me about this thing. Box him. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. That's right. Car- Carter, keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. <laughs> so he says he finally gets in his vehicle, slams the door, and squeals around me up on the curb and he turns back and he gives me a dirty Brutal. look. Did he get the finger? No I know finger. what that's like. Yeah, no, he didn't get the finger, but he's like, what the heck? Like, you know, again, what is going on? There's got to be some pump etiquette. People live their lives like they're the only person on the planet and everybody just living their lives around them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm a man of convenience, yeah. but I'm also a man of politeness. So what go. would you have done in this situation? Well, it's obvious, and I think most of the people listening, they're going to do the, the right thing. Pull ahead. They're going to pull you, ahead. You, you pull ahead yeah. once that person leaves. You know, I don't know. He says, I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he was working on a text message or something prior to that. But he says, yeah, be aware. But then if you're not aware, well, you're like, yeah, you didn't go to that pump. So that pump is free. that pump is free game. Is it not free game? It's definitely free yeah, game. Like, you know, if the guy's closing a million dollar deal yeah. and he's on his phone <laughs> yeah. for five minutes. Okay, whatever. I don't know what he's on the phone for. Judging by the description Carter made of this guy, I don't think he was closing a million dollar deal. <laughs> I don't, it, think, don't judge a book by its cover. It's true. <laughs> I don't think I would have waited the five minutes, though. I think I would have been like, all right, well, I guess this guy's just hanging out. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not waiting the five minutes. Maybe you've uh, discovered, you know, dealt with this. Have you had, have you almost... Pump confrontations. Throw down, had a throw down at the gas pump before? Gasoline fight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Zoolander. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Confrontation corner. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You talking to me? I beg your pardon. Who else are you talking? You talking to me? I'm gonna bite you. What did you just say, you little... Confrontation corner. Confrontations can happen most anywhere, especially when you're fueling up for fuel. You're already sad because you're going to be spending money and then... Everybody's in a hurry. Yeah. Nobody wants to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the ladies at the Hughes beside the radio station here. They're like the friendliest people. Never had a confrontation corner there, but they always ask Actually, me for my fleet card, and yeah. I never have a fleet card. All the ladies that work at gas stations are like tough chicks. Yeah, like they yeah. can handle their own. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because people come in every day and blame them for the price. <laughs> for sure. Like, I was in love with a girl who worked at a gas station once. Yeah, I could see that. Tough chicks are kind of your your type, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because I'm not. <laughs> well, that's why. Anyway, my son had a little bit of a confrontation at the. Uh, Costco the other day it involves the, the pump etiquette, so to speak. And yeah, what is your opinion? We actually have two texts here on the other side, guys. There's something that we haven't been realizing. Hmm. Diesel trucks and cars. I'm all for patience at the pump, but nothing makes me more mad when there's eight gas pumps and one diesel. And there's a little car in the diesel pump when there's eight other pumps for gas. I have to sit there and wait. Uh, I see. Same- I can't predict the future. <laughs> I guess. I don't know when you and your big old rolling cold diesel is coming up. But you don't need that one. If there's other ones, be aware. What they're saying is just be aware if, if there's a, a free there's one that ones. doesn't have diesel. If that diesel pump is the closest one to the door, I'm taking it. Sorry, buddy. Dex nah. says, I have the same issue. I drive a diesel. Every time I fill up, people just use whatever pump they like, even if it's closer to the door. I just added that. <laughs> when I get dirty looks for waiting because my truck is loud and I'm waiting behind them. Yeah. Are you more likely to get punched in the face by somebody driving a diesel? Yes, definitely. Sure. Okay, I'm going to stop using the diesel. My pump. husband drives a diesel. <laughs> Bob would wreck me, but he doesn't look like the kind of guy that would fight you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what do you think, uh, Victor? 
he was next in line, right? Yeah. Then he should have went right around him, got to the next pump. That's the way it works. Yeah, and that's what he did. But then this guy was so upset. I don't know. I'll go find the attendant there and tell him, guess what? You're going to be losing your car for being, uh, being an ass at the pump. I ask this to everybody. Do you ever feel guilty sometimes when you're at the front pump and somebody has to pull around you to get to one pump and then like back into it? Yeah. Well, that's what happened here. But yeah. I have to do that once in a while too. Yeah. But you've already started and they've arrived late to the pump. Yeah, exactly. I think we're missing the real thing here. Uh, Victor, did you say you could lose your vehicle for doing this? Like, can you get Uh, in? No, lose lose your Costco card. Oh. (gasps) Even worse. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Gas station etiquette and the confrontations that occur. So many confrontations. Amanda says one thing that drives me crazy is when someone pulls up with a big truck and uses the second pump, but it's too long for someone to pull around and use the first pump. Mm. So they basically park in the middle of two lanes. Hashtag big car problems. It's true. Extended uh, box problems. <laughs> Mike? Gas station etiquette. Can you maybe remember what size your filler tube is on? Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. That makes, makes me, you know, the guy pulls up to one side, then he's got to do the hokey pokey to get over to the other side. It's the hosey posey. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they grab the hose and they'll literally pull it over the That's vehicle. That's what they're saying. You know yeah, what? Only to, only to find out that they're about three inches too short. Always. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't say it, I was. All right. <laughs> This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay. Delta Dawn, what's that flower you have on? Tanya Tucker. Oh, Matt's eyes are close. He's days gone by. Her voice. And did I hear you say, sing it, Matt? He was a meeting you here. Oh, he doesn't know the rest of the words. <laughs> I can get to yeah. Delta Dawn. Oh, yeah, there's the clip. I, it doesn't mean I don't like the song, just because I don't know the rest of the words. That's good. Okay. Anyway, Tanya Tucker made some news this week. She was on a show called Watch What Happens Live, and people uh, they put these stars on and they ask them questions, and this was a question from the show. Is it true that Elvis Presley tried to kiss you once and you actually turned him down? Oh, and- yes, because my dad told me as I was leaving out the, the trailer that night, <laughs> going to the Elvis show uh, in, at the Hilton, he said, now look here. He said, that, that boy can have any girl he wants in the world. He said, make sure he knows he can't have you. Oh. Wow. Whoa. And That's so pretty she, awesome. So she did. Take that, Elvis. And I guess apparently he contacted her numerous times to come to Graceland, and she never did. Okay. There's, like, taking it too far. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Turned down Elvis's kiss, but then he's, like, flying you out to Graceland. Hard yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know we're bad stats. (laughs) So here's our question this morning. What was that, like, that phrase, that, uh, that, 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 you know, that sentence of advice that your dad gave you, Jack? Oh, there is many, yeah. but the top two are do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Yeah. And the other one was, it's not you that I don't trust. It's my own gender. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I heard that I, time and time again. I was a boy once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maddie. Don't judge my father for this because he yeah. was an amazing dad. Yeah. He said, never put your finger where you, where you wouldn't put your bird. <laughs> I think that's great advice. Yeah, that's not, I, I judge him. That's very, very good But like advice. the one thing I took away from our conversations was yeah. <laughs> be careful. Yeah. <laughs> be very careful. All right. Well, my dad had lots of good advice and he was so funny too. But uh, yeah, one of my favorites from him was, son, if you're not in bed by midnight, you might as well come home, you know? Oh, hey-oh. Whoa. Oh, another good dad one yeah. was if you're going to 
party with the boys, you better get up with the men. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was my dad's for sure, too. <laughs> and I definitely stayed asleep with the boys. <laughs> 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 what about you? Give us that phrase or that uh, that comment that your dad gave you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Tanya Tucker's dad basically told her when she was going out and he knew she was going to see Elvis Presley that night, he can have any woman in the world. Don't let him have you. That was I the advice. I love that. Yeah, and she lived by it. So, there so you go. if you ever run into a super famous celebrity, would you live by it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have. <laughs> <laughs> what do I? I'm married. <laughs> oh, lots of dad advice coming in that, and it's lots around circling money. Vanessa says, "Mind your pennies, and your dollars will take care of themselves." Right. Janine says, "It's not how much money you make; it's how much you save." Mm-hmm. And another one: when it comes to money, when you start working, pay yourself first. There you go. All right. Treat yourself. Treat Thanks, you. Dad. No, I think he meant like saving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad's advice was: if you're going to do something, do it right the first time, and uh, that has always stuck with me. So I'm very grateful for that. Do it right the first time. Thank you very much. What's your name? Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. My dad was cut twice, measure once. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Hi there. I have. It's so funny you're talking about sayings or advice dads give because I was just talking about this yesterday. Where? Yeah. Go ahead. My, my dad. Um, my dad used to say, if I'd say to him, Dad, I got such a big zit, it's never gonna go away. He'd always stay, honey. It'll be gone by the time you get married. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's not wrong. No, well, which, which time is yeah. my question. Oh, which time? Oh, All right. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Good morning. Kiss it. Hi there. Uh, you guys are talking about good advice your dad gave you growing up? Yeah. Um, my dad always told us when we went out on a quarter sled, don't go further than you're willing to walk. There you go. Oh, that's a great one. That's that smart. is good advice. Yeah. Because quads and snowmobiles, I've never ridden one that's been able to run for more than a half an hour. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, your best advice from dad. My dad would always say, remember your last name. <laughs> that's a threat, I uh-huh, think. Uh-huh. Another one here, enjoy the entertainment. Don't be the entertainment. Oh, yes. And oh, along no. those lines, Good morning, guys. My dad always gave great advice, but the one I always remember and I actually pass on to my children, always leave before the cops come. (laughs) And I did. (laughs) Nothing good can happen after 2 a.m. Nothing good. That's not true. No, nothing good. (laughs) Think about it, Matt. Just think about it. Oh, you're right. All right. Lorna. Um, He would always tell us on a Saturday morning, if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be at it. (laughs) If you can't handle it, you shouldn't be at it. And did Dad live by that advice? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissing Country 103.9.